Moo and good evening, everybody. Welcome to a special jumbo-sized edition of the Pink Tron. We got everybody tonight. So let's start off with Lauren Camp. Lauren, what are you drinking? Well, I am um, somewhat boring because I have a race that I care about tomorrow morning. So I'm actually drinking a, a Leisure Town hemp infused seltzer so it does have cbd so that's maybe somewhat not boring uh and it's yuzu lime very oh. nice very nice with us tonight also is jeff aldrich jeff what are you drinking you're on mute jeff i will have to go <laughs> off mute uh, i'm talking but i'm not making any sound but it's just how does this happen i'm a tech guy for a living how does this this is this is just wrong i'm drinking a maker's mark private selection it's a local store pick from one of uh, my favorite local liquor stores and it's really quite lovely sounds delicious with us also tonight is antoinette smith antoinette what are you drinking I am drinking Cider Boys Raspberry Smash, uh, apple raspberry hard cider. Ooh, bought on a recent trip to um, Alabama. Sounds terrific. Loving the science on your wall there. <laughs> Thank you. Chocolate. I don't. I don't know what the molecule is, but it's chocolate. I, oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So great. Pretty serious about science. <laughs> also have Sean Fogenberg recovering from illness. Sean, what are you drinking? Yeah, so I'm on the, I feel like I had one of these recently, uh, yeah, non-alcoholic aperitif, lime and salt flavor. Very good, very good. And last, well, second last besides me, I suppose, but last but not least, Matt DeFreitas, staying up late for the late shift. Matt, what are you drinking? Uh, coffee. <laughs> Just trying to stay awake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm in my last <laughs> legs. <laughs> is, that a, is that a Winnie the Pooh cup? It might be. <laughs> that I love is phenomenal. Car. I love it. I love it. Uh... Oh, poo. <laughs> All right. And this is uh, Brett Robinson with you tonight. And I have a Don't Poke the Bear Red. I don't remember what kind of wine it was, but Don't Poke the Bear. So duly noted. Um, that's what we. <laughs> that's what we got in the glass for me tonight. On a Friday night, uh, I did not race um, race one of Herd Winter Racing as we get into it, but Matt DeFreitas did. Matt, ah. cast Pats, how did it go in race one tonight? Yeah. Did you poke the bear? The bear was poked. Um, <laughs> and um, no, I have to say it was a really good race for me, so thanks for asking. <laughs> so another second week running, I've had, had a good one. So yeah, came third with... Like for me, an epic sprint and the poor the poor guy. I mean, he's like 19 years old, this guy. He's probably like looked at my profile. He's like, how did that guy beat him? What the heck? <laughs> like, you know, he's like, what do I have to do to like an old 50-year-old person's beaten me? So yeah, um I'm really pleased with it. It was a yeah, just like, you know, normal kind of thing on that route, mostly pretty cagey on the flat bits, bit of a burst on the aqueduct, and then um I mean, I was going to go all in already on the um, on the climb, which I did, and really, really pleased with it. But just the the funny bit though was um, the the really good rider in it, this guy called Scorekeeper, was messaging me, and every time he was messaging me, it's when I was basically flat out 
and he's doing about seven watts per kilo and he's still typing on his keyboard so yeah but it was it's really really good so thanks thanks very much <laughs> yeah and, that sounds uh, like uh being on a, out in a road race and like trying to have a conversation while you're on the rivet like, yeah exactly as a as a mind game <laughs> well he's very i mean you know the guy he's like very very strong and um he, I think he was a bit gutted though, because there was a, a really fantastic rider who, um, this a Norwegian like semi pro guy that, that broke away and just took. And I, and I was kind of thinking that he, he wasn't, um, that he was on Zwift power and that he was not at the right power meters. And I, I looked at every possible reason to get him disqualified, but it turns out he's just a really good rider. Mm. And, and but unfortunately, I was kind of informing scorekeepers, oh, no, we don't have to follow him. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think scorekeeper going to take it if you would have gone with him. I don't, I, that guy was pretty strong looking on. That guy was strong. I mean, this, yeah. Yeah, this profile I, looks crazy. And you yeah. can see that he pulled away from those numbers. Yeah, the time yeah. five six for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's mad. Those those numbers exist. They, they <laughs> do he, exist. He did like Apparently. a fourth. What did he do? Like four thirty on the climb? Like it was bananas, cuckoos. I think he. I don't climb. think he did. No, I don't think he was like. Uh, I don't know. Was he? I thought I didn't think he was mega on the climb. Mm -hmm. Um, he was just mega on everything else. Mm. Uh, I see. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so for those uninitiated to this particular route, Cast Pats is twenty three point nine kilometers in France. You start in the marina, you go through the marina, you do all the flat parts for thirteen some odd kilometers till we hit the aqueduct. Then you do the aqueduct climb. You go back down. It's only about four more kilometers till you start the Petit Kom climb, which is one of the draft more drafty climbs a lot of it is quite low um pitch until it's, about halfway through you see a little more pitch and it average it's 2.7k at a four percent average so yeah. yeah very draftable yep and then uh you go through you get to the top of the petit kom and then you actually descend the backside of the petit kom and then finish in the marina sprint so um certainly that petit kom climb is the defining feature of the race but there is, you know, if guys are away and there's groups coming, there is the opportunity for like two or three riders in behind to catch a solo guy on that descent for sure. So stay with it. We saw that tonight. I know it was the backer end of the race, but Ed Whedon had beat three, four guys up the top of the climb and was was ahead of them by, I think he was, was by as much as five seconds, was even seven seconds maybe, Matt, Ed, before those yeah, guys started yeah. coming. Yep. And, and then a group of five caught up to him and then it was a sprint finish between those five. So, you know, don't don't give up on someone up, especially someone who's solo or only a couple riders up the road. Keep, keep on them. Cause there's definitely potential there. I have been caught on that downhill before I've, yeah. I learned the, uh, the value of a group on that, on that descent in a big sort of way. Yeah. Almost all descents that so, for that matter. Yeah. We did do commentary on race two. It was a different race. There was a totally legit rider who raced like a 6.0 for the whole race, give or take. I never saw what his final number came in at, but it was a bit wild. He beat the group by about a minute. Yeah, totally he, he definitely wasn't included, though, in the results. <laughs> yeah, I think it ended up being uh, Tim Rush, who ended up taking yep. it towards the actually legit riders at the line. Oh, well, they were yeah. faster, a little bit faster than race one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there were... 
one or ten in the front group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Ten in the front group instead of three. Yeah. That that matters, of course. Wow. (laughs) Those are some there's a bunch of scary red numbers in there. Yeah. Who who else? So Lauren, are you in on this one this weekend or are you doing something else? I am doing something else. All right. So we'll talk about Jeff or Antoinette. Are you two racing this one this weekend? I'm not. I'm out of town, so Mm. I'll miss that that good time. I'm off the bike for a bit. I uh, just before Z- ZRL, um, I'm, as I'm getting ready to warm up, I, I walked between. I was putting my chamois cream back on the shelf, and I walked between my wife's elliptical trainer and my trainer, and I kicked her elliptical trainer with my little little, little toe on my left foot. Mm. It is now some interesting shades of purple. Um, I'm pretty sure I broke it um, or cracked it really good, um, but I did. I did slam my shoe on before it swelled up, and and it did did finish the the, 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 the ZRA race oh, for my Jeff. team because oh I had to. I mean, you know, we, we were we were we were down a bunch of guys already anyway, and uh, oh my god, that uh, is dedication to the cause. I love this it. Is yeah. before the TTT this past week on Tuesday? Yes, this is right, right, oh, right as I'm going to get warmer for the geez. TTT. Um, it, it actually it, it didn't hurt as much as I thought it was going. To, I was worried it was going to. The, 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 thank God for tight bike shoes. You know, oh, it, it it just kept everything all right there, and I just sort of pretended I did it didn't exist for for, for an hour or so, and then. Mm. Good for you. What what's the name of your TT your ZRL team? It's a herd of fighting Frisians. All right, herd we, of we did not have Frisians. our best night in any way. We had a number of our top riders were unavailable for one reason or another. Mm. One of our guys is just coming off of COVID that had to race. Uh, it, it it was not our finest hour. We, we we'd been a solid second to our Rhino team all season. And in fact, we won last week, um, just barely. Interesting story about that. If if, if we get to it later, but um, and we but we just did not have a good good TTT. We could not keep ourselves together. We dropped two riders real early, you know, before the the, the second laugh was even half over, half mm-hmm. over, and we just could not keep ourselves together. It was just one of those nights where we we should have been golfing or something, you know, playing bridge or I don't know what. <laughs> uh, you made it longer than me, my. ZRL TTT ended at, at me messaging my team one minute before takeoff. Sorry, my meeting won't end. Have a good oh, jeez. Oh, oh. disappointing. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Yeah, that's the only one I've missed. All I didn't think I was going to get any of these whole season. That's the mm. only one I missed. But Wow. Anyway, mm. Sean, are you still on the mend this weekend? Yeah, and uh, my being sick on Tuesday actually meant that our team couldn't feel the team. Oh, uh, we no. only... I was our I was gonna be our fourth writer. So well, if it's any consolation, I heard I mean I I I mean listen, I, I actually have a lot of time for the way ZRL tried to organize this finals playoff stuff <sighs> and the way the different formats and all that kind of thing, but there was a lot of stories of um teams not able to field, not able to get bodies in, which yep. is a bit you know, not the Yeah, the want. fact that I mean the fact that there you had to pull from over your three seasons uh really kind of hurt us being one of the c1 teams we had a lot of upgrades over the course of the three series the three series um so i think Mm. we had nine or ten potentially available but by this third week everyone was just well this was not in my plans ahead of time and right um, a couple of people were sick and there were people traveling and yeah, it just didn't work out. We got lucky. Right. We had six every race. So 
Nice. Mm. Yeah. Nice. I kept hoping I wouldn't have to race. Those courses were <laughs> yes. nasty. They were. Yeah. Um, Blazing Those Bobcats hurt. actually did really well. Um, hey. Blazing, yeah. Blazing Bobcats won the um, women's D1 um, for America's East and were second globally. So, Ooh, yeah. Amazing. So, amazing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So very proud of, uh, proud oh, of that ladies. team. And then uh, Bounding, the sister team, did a really great job, too. We actually were able to field um, teams for all three of the finals races as well. So awesome. Good job. They all, uh, that was their teamwork was <laughs> showing up because <laughs> uh, some people were available for the first one and some were available for the second and some for the third. So it worked out really well. Awesome. Did you get nice. some of those into Antoinette? Mm -hmm. I actually uh, only, right. I only raced this last one and it was brutal. <laughs> so yeah, we, um, we were um, cruising along and we felt like we were doing really strong. And then these teams would just blow right by us. We're like, what? And, but then only later we realized that there were like B and A teams in the same pen. It was like, oh, okay. Uh, Cause we're yeah. like, I mean, but it was impossible to have any kind of idea like how we were doing, you know? So it was like, I mean, there was no time rabbit to chase or anything. It was just like, I mean, you know, and I guess that's, you know, that has its advantages too. So basically just go to the top of your ability and uh, we sure did. <laughs> Very good. Nicely done. Matt, were you racing Zetarella's last go around? I don't remember. No, I, I, don't, I couldn't. Um, yeah. I didn't do most of them because it's my running night on Tuesday. So yeah. uh, I yeah. only did one all season. Fair enough. Good. All right. That was a good Zetarella sidetrack. Side, yeah. We'll go back. <laughs> uh, bike choice on cast pads. I mean, I think Tron is like default on this one because it's mostly flat with a little climby. I know the, the strong riders, lots of them had the full arrow get up. They just assume they're going to make the pack. It sounds like, and it's such a draftable climb. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go anything climbier than Tron. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I went Tron. Seemed to be good enough. Yeah, both so. for the you know C's or D, heavier D's. It might make you know having a little bit lighter setup would help on that on that hill if you if you feel like you can hang in until you get there. Yeah, depends on what you mean by hang point. in. Um, yeah. yeah, there's. I mean. Things do kind of explode early on in, um, so yeah, I mean that, that second race today, there were attacks going pretty hard early. Um, it, Even it on the flats? Down to, yeah. Wow. Well, uh, there was one I mean, legit it's... attack and then there was like the fakey guy and then there was one <laughs> late right before the aqueduct too i've seen him on the aqueduct yeah. before you know people try to split, bust it up there before you get to the big climb well, i mean it was it was down to i think 30 out of 75 or 80 riders before even getting to the aqueduct yep yeah so yeah i mean for d's i mean if you're holding a group if you're a d though and you're holding a group of c's you're doing your part till you get to the climb yeah. for sure so yeah i mean a little bit later it's so flat and drafty i think you're you're almost always faster getting anything that'll help you get to the steep bits in the draft almost always on that one i'd go yep. full arrow on that yeah i would too my my thought is that on the flats you know i'm a heavier writer so the flats are you know i mean it's pure watts there for the most part and you know that you know just kind of tuck in there and then you know kind of save the strength until the until the climb so punch it there but I dragged my disc around everywhere. So <laughs> my rainbow disc almost never leaves my bike. <laughs> Party wheels. 
I did put on four fifty fours yesterday for Quatch Quest. But ah. uh, all right. Um all right, I think that's anyone else got anything else to say about cast pats at HWR this week? We're we're getting close to the end. This is what twenty two out of twenty four is the total number. Yeah, two more. Volcano two climb more and this. Glasgow crit. Oh god. Ooh. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Glasgow crit. I love like, that HWR, one. Our Glasgow but crit, like that'll that, be really that'll interesting. Be I want to know who yeah. that Clyde guy is. I want to kick him in the legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go up and it, kick yourself in the legs. I did ten times. <laughs> it's not going to be the um the 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 burrito power up, is it? Only burritos. your TT bike out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I just I won't be able to do it if it is. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll be standard issue power. Yeah. Oh, but okay, like, good. I mean, it's Glasgow. It, it, the thing is, with 10, 12 chances to get power ups or 20 chances, I don't, how many, I don't even know how many laps are doing. We're jumping ahead, but yeah. you know, X number of chances to get a power up, you'll just, uh, I, I don't know. I, everybody had their own strategy, but if I got narrow, I'd just sit on that bad boy till the finish. It'll be five laps. Five, okay. so there are 10 chances for a power up I'd yep. be, uh, uh it actually turns out and this is sneaky for anyone who didn't uh race that there are hidden power-ups on that course yeah uh, right before the Clyde kicker um as you go under there's like a little uh a walking bridge that like that connects the the buildings on either side if you pop your power up under there you get another one immediately uh you do down there like so uh you could have like if you have a draft van pop the draft van immediately get another thing uh ride the draft van to the start of the actual segment and then pop whatever you get again there um that was that that was what kept me in the front group for as long as i was in it during the uh semifinals yeah. Not learning that until after that race. Oh. <laughs> I stood out alright. But... Good. Anyway, good. Yeah. So you know, a few weeks left of HWR. So get your last few races and get your 20 to count. Stay with it. HBR, we are back to TikTok. Standard issue TikTok. Mostly flat. A little up over top of the of the Saldu cattle. And then back down, finish downtown, right? Just TikTok. Mm-mm. Oh, uh, uh, desert, desert spring yeah. finish. Yeah. Oh, sorry, turns right yeah. and goes back to the desert. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Desert finish, twenty some odd kilometers, mostly flat with that one little bump. Good chance for all our beginner racers and the various D categories to go see how their progress is from the last go round. So get yeah. back out there. The awesome part is everything I've seen from Nathan in terms of the numbers, you know, they're holding up decently well. So, I mean, we're getting a, a pretty good signups, probably about half to maybe 60% are, are in Zwift power. So, you know, okay. um, but yeah, it's, it's still, it's still solid numbers that, you know, that we're getting, which is awesome. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's a great series. Uh, and it's about 19K. Yeah. yeah. Again, Arrow. I think that one's full arrow. Yep. Yeah, full arrow. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. The For only sure. thing to worry about is that Coldest Saddle Springs is just a little bit of a slightly long drag up there, but it's still mm-hmm. it's still three you know, three four percent at most, and you know, power through it. Yeah, yeah. It's not that long. 
Break some legs if you can. Yep. Which brings us to Climber's Gambit, which is Fox Hill this week via... London Loop Reverse. So that's straight across. It's backwards. Yeah. Over the mm -hmm. Back and then, what is it, like 3K <clears throat> to the start? 2.4? Am I getting that right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Climb starts. 2.7. Oh, so close. Seven. Very close. The climb is 2.4. Oh man, that's what I was looking at. Yeah. So yeah, two point seven k and six kilometers total. You only go so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess Fox Fox doesn't have the long climbing lead in before the segment like Keith or Leith, right? So mm. it's not so. Mm -hmm. There is a, a little bit of uphill beforehand, but it's you know, uh, you don't need to go hard until you hit the uh, hit the start. Whatever you call it, the thing, the thing. Yeah. Um, banner the segment banner yeah 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 and the fun part of fox always is is you where the normal part of boxes you go through the banner then you hit that stupid ramp thing you hit you hit that downhill ramp and then there's a long flat you know if you're like in it with someone you got to really like power through that little descent and ramp up the speed and try and hold it down there through the end because there's definitely seconds that can be made up in that last and remember yeah place. this is this is a, it's essentially a time trial. So no drafting, go hard over the top of that, get up to speed, super tuck down if you can get it, maybe just get a little bit of rest so that you can go hard for the rest of that to the banner. So often in Clamber's Gambit, you're taking your climbing setup, but that's interesting that you mentioned that end point with the, with the, with the descent and the, and the flat. It's not super steep, but you would you consider something else? I always did. Bike yeah, stages. this this is an interesting one. It so two point four k four percent, but there's the, some real steep pitches. Yeah, so the 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 actual proper climbing part averages about seven and a half. I'm. I don't think I'm doing it, but I probably would go Tron on this. Yeah, I think Tron's a good choice on this one, or some sort of all rounder. If you're if you don't have your Tron, yeah. you know, the you know the the Aero and, and the and the DT Swiss sixty twos are are always a good shot. Any, any sort of all rounder, yeah, Pretty, but not, relatively but, slippery, decently climbing. Yeah, I think your TTs are going to be too heavy, and your arrows are yeah. going to be. In, or your, your climbers are going to be not arrow for those little flat bits at the start and the flat bit at the end. So it does feel very Tron for a climber's gambit. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. See, I always did bike switches when I was doing climber's gambit. Like I would start it out, you know, especially if there was a long lead in, like, and then just like before there was time, you know, before it was time to start kind of ramping up to get ready to it, like do the warm up on, you know, whatever was arrow or something, but then before it became important, you know, then switch the bike because I'm like, I don't care about the rest of the time. So, but uh, and yeah. Then, and then on the descent, I'm like, okay, as soon as I'm through the banner, then I switch to like, you know, TT bike or, you know, if I wasn't, uh, if I wasn't alone, just something arrow to get through it as fast as possible. <laughs> I clearly this had time to kill. <laughs> for some, uh, for some context, the fastest herd time ever on this is five minutes, 456. Wow. Good luck. Who was that? That was Colm Sheehan. I don't know who that is, but yeah. Well, John, John Fielden's got a 504 and TJ's got a 508. So 
you know, those mm -hmm. are pretty fast times. Don't uh, keep scrolling down till you find my time. Just, 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 just move, move on, Brent. Mine's only a six oh four. So if you're a B, you're probably looking at at least six minutes over there. Well, that's is a six oh seven. So there you go. Yeah, I'll have to do it. Yeah. Start looking in the double digits. <laughs> yeah. So I, there we are. I yeah. I did a six fifty out of fast C, um, yeah. and that that was in ZRL with mm. a whole like it was that was that one where we did surrey hills um mm. and it was the first climb so it was with the first climb with a group fresh i think that the actual times on this are going to be quite a bit longer i think it'll probably be about seven and a half would be what i'd be targeting um yeah. if you're trying to set up kind of a power plan for what you think you can do i think that looks based on what i'm looking at pretty there for those kind of C-ish numbers with, with no draft and yep. mm -hmm. yeah yeah I did in uh so I did that back in June uh and I got a 618 and it was in Climber's Gambit so there you go I raised that in B yeah I think your D's are going to be uh eight plus if you're looking at your power numbers to set up your plan yeah so uh, even more, I think that's yeah. the other thing about that, um, Jeff, is that those the, if you're if you're a a heavier rider who spend more time in the climbs, the lighter bike actually helps you even. Yeah. More. So I mean, Tron, but you know, definitely, if you if you were on a TT or something, you'd be hauling that weight along. Oh, that yeah, that, yeah. that's gonna hurt. Yeah, and uh, and like Antoinette said, you can always start on the Tron, thing... and then if you decide you want to yeah. change, change before like it, because sometimes for me, even if the differences are slight. The way I feel changing to a bike that might be more suited mentally, it kind of works for me. It maybe gives mm -hmm. me more confidence, even if it's silly. So, oh, absolutely. There's a mental oh, it's aspect real. to it. I have a I have a weird mental block about Tron for some reason. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like I just, I cannot wrap my hand around it, and that's why I yep. love to squeal. So I'm like, because <laughs> they're I know they're faster usually, but yeah, I just I don't know what it is. It's totally um, fair. One thing to consider if you're setting up your power plan is you may have, so your target for the actual climbing part should be quite a bit higher than whatever your, so say I'm setting it up for my seven minute power, seven and a half minute power. I'm probably actually doing the climb at my six and a half minute power, mm -hmm. trying to max that out and then recovering down the hill and doing whatever I can on that flat part. Um, in order to get the fastest time I can. You want to go over what you can do for that whole, the whole climb. Or the Work whole hardest segment. when you're going slowest, as Craig would, yep. I think, said something along those lines. Yep, yep, that's always good advice on, on anything that's TTE, or probably, frankly, in regular racing, too, because that's usually where they attack you, but... Absolutely. So get out as a <laughs> climber's gambit. Unless unless you're racing in uh, winter HWR, because for me, then it's like I work hardest when we're going fastest. <laughs> well, yeah, especially when you get puppy paws there giving her on the front for the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Well, anybody who hasn't done, maybe new to climber's gambit, don't forget you got to finish the seg the whole route. Oh, yeah. To get yeah. Your, your Only the segment time counts, the climb time counts, but you've got to finish the route. So just do your mm -hmm. warm down. On the rest of the route, but don't uh, stop. 
And then this is one of those ones where you do want to show up to the pens warmed up, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 2.7 kilometers isn't enough. Yeah. Warm up first. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Herd of mountain goats, Matt. Yeah. So this one's an interesting one because it's one that's not, um, we don't do that often. I don't think it's called WBR climbing series. Uh, I spotted it and thought, okay. And it's actually one and a half laps of uh, the mountain route. Um, and because we're very generous or whoever set it up is very generous, you only have to do the radio tower once mm. <laughs> the bone, the supposed bonus climb, but yeah, uh, it's, it's like 1100 meters of climbing. So it's pretty hardcore. Um, about 43 kilometers all in, but, um, yeah, um, an interesting one that that's not done very often. So, but I think it'd be quite a good one for this series. Ah, uh, shoot. I have to wash my cat that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to, and I don't even have a cat, so I'm washing mine. <laughs> I'm going to go find a random cat in the neighborhood and wash it. I have two, Matt. Just come over here and you can wash yeah, yeah, one you, of them. Uh, if, I, if it means getting out of having to do it, I, I might well do that, actually. <laughs> Feed the hog, wash my hair. Do my yeah. I, I might kick that elliptical again. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness! No, aside, uh, I, I, I wouldn't actually mind doing it um, if I can fit it in. But um, yeah, yeah, should be fun. It looks interesting. Full climbers bike, <laughs> lightest bike oh, yeah. you got. Yeah, you think absolutely. <laughs> yeah, some long climbs there. Some definitely yeah. long climbs. I mean. This is just a two by 20 workout, right? Yeah. Two by 20 threshold. Yeah. <laughs> 20 only gets you to the start of the radio tower for the first one. So yeah. it's like yeah. 20 plus four plus then four, you're, cover then, plus 20. And then you're so worn out. You're basically going backwards the whole time up the radio tower, mm-hmm. even though you're pedaling. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, it is actually fair for this race that you could probably, like, especially if you're not in a group or something, like, you could be climbing bike to the top of radio, swap to a TT bike. You will definitely make up 10 seconds on a Easily. TT bike till you get back to the climb again and then swap back onto your climber and go. Especially oh, if you're, if you're alone, you're making up way more than 10 seconds. Yeah. 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 So. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that... That might be an interesting strategy for this one, even if you are with a group. Like, yeah, I don't know. Especially if there's a group you can snag onto behind or something, you know. Well, if you're on TT, you can't draft. Uh, right. If you're on a TT bike, you're right. You can't. You, know, but... you could go to a full arrow setup. You could yeah. put on your yeah. bench mm. desk. That would quite do that much to shake the group, but it'd be close. But there's definitely an opportunity for a bike swap there because it is you'll be a lot faster than your light bikes on those descents down from radio. So let us yeah. know, let us know in the chat, let us post in the mountain goats, Facebook group. Let us know what you do. We always, I, I'm always super curious to see people's different strategies. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to stampede three laps of volcano circuit. I will say, so just a, a, a bit of a stampede recap. So we did city in the secure. Um, I think some people did this on gravel and they might've beat us on the TT. It was awful close because huh. uh, um, Brian Patterson, I think I'm sure he was on gravel. And I mean, he smoked me on the climbs and ended up winning that race over me by 15 seconds. And I was putting time into him like the whole rest of the race, but like wow. he just destroyed me so hard on the climb that 
I don't know. I I think the gravel might might have been faster than TT. I'd I'd have to go look at some data and see some different bikes, but uh Wow. It was it would have been close, I think, to which one was fastest. Anyway, this it, week we're on volcano circuit, no doubt. Sorry, go ahead. This uh yeah, that that might actually be one where dare I say TT bike swap at the top of the climb. Start on gravel? Potentially. Yeah, you're giving up an awful lot of. Uh, you're giving up time in the start, right? Because it's one and a half, one point eight kilometers yeah, anyway. downhill on the pavement at the start. So, <laughs> could be interesting. Yeah. Um, what's the uh, what's volcano, volcano circuit, circuit three laps? So it's TT bike, no doubt. Uh, Fifteen point one total kilometers. It's mostly flat with a little bit of roll to it. Um, as you go in and out of the volcano, mostly. So. Know where those um, little kickers are because they, you know, they'll just kill your momentum. You've got to, got to power those. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, they're basically there's the one as you turn the switch back up. Um, on the I don't know the north side of the volcano, I guess it is. Then you'll go back out and down as you go into the then you go into the volcano back out and down, and then you'll do again another climb back up into volcano a little bit. It's a, not a climb, but you're right. It's just like a little bump, a little roller. You hit mute again, Jeff. <laughs> I went the wrong way. Jeez. I've had, I barely have had this whiskey's just too good, apparently. <laughs> it's just a momentum killer. It's not a climb. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it should be like it's 15.1. So, you know, we did LaGuardia loop five laps with 15.6. So that's your target time. That's your mm. target power. Put a little extra watts on there and get after. I, I think I like these lap. TT routes are always kind of fun. You know, you can kind of pace yourself. Should you the time. Speaking of LaGuardia loop. Yeah. Yeah. Into our bullseye. LaGuardia loop reverse. Mm -hmm. Which I always get this wrong, but that is like the downhill sprint finish. It's not the uphill. Well, it's kind of the dish. It's the dish sprint maybe is the best way to put right. it. It's downhill, then a little bit uphill at the end. Compared to so like it's the, the clockwise the clockwise Correct. version of that bottom loop. Correct. Where you, yeah, mm -hmm. you're going, you're heading away from the glass climbs into the sprint. Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's hidden around that corner, but you don't see the start come up. You got to kind of be watching for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Fun. Sounds a little bit New Yorky to me. It is 100% New York. Seven laps. Extremely New Yorky. Eight yeah. sprints. New Yorky always scares me. <laughs> the yeah. nice courses are hard for some it's reason. It's a really good bullseye course. It It, it is Sounds a little bit awesome. rolly, but, um, you know, for bullseye, it's it's good stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, 22-ish Ks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and there, you said eight sprints in seven laps? Yep, because yep. the first one will count, right? Yeah. It's lead in, and then the lead in ends at the yeah. sprint banner, and that's yep. a lot better after that. I'm kind of bummed out that I that I hurt my foot because I was I was looking forward to doing bullseye. Now that ZRL is done, I, I really couldn't uh, do bullseye because it was the day after ZRL, and I was cooked. Right. But I, I I need to work on my sprint really really badly, and so I, I think I'm gonna try to do some bullseye as soon as I get back on the bike. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. so fun. Totally, recommend. so fun. It hurts. It, I mean, when you get a lot of those, what, 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 what was the one we just did? And we had like 21 sprints. Glasgow. 
Well, it was Glasgow. You're right. It was. It was just. Yeah, it was. It was, it was every banner for ten laps. It was just <laughs> brutal. Yep. But. But I think that's practice. why I'm sick. <laughs> it's not without possibility. Yeah, the interesting thing about this one is just to watch is the right after the sprint there is like a a, a little bit of an up and then a down, so you don't want to lose the group there and then mm -hmm. fall away. As they go across there, they, you can lose momentum if you come off the power there. So, right, it's the only tip I'll give you for that one. I think otherwise, you know, hang into the group, sprint for the line, do and full arrow, to, full arrow, absolutely, hundred percent. And that is the week. Cool. heard racing. Do you want to talk about HWR next week? Next week, yeah, vol volcano oh, yeah. climb, right. Yeah, I don't right. know what that route is. So that's that's the one that you basically do the volcano flat route. So you yep. um you kind of head out, do do some like you go out uh do Ocean Boulevard uh out through the the part where you kind of climb back up uh, a bit from the the like harbor, go over to the volcano, do the volcano like inside and then you corkscrew up and down. Um, go do the volcano climb and then back down and back to the to, into town to finish. Is there yeah. stairs to finish in at the inside the volcano? No, no. it's at the no. start finish banner it's for Watopia. Uh, oh man, that's a long way at the end of. The yeah, volcano. so it's about twenty three k with a climb that finishes at about fifteen fifteen and a half k. Hold hold your group as long as you can. So the volcano is very drafty. So. Yeah. We'll talk more about Volcano Loop, but as a mini heads up, you know, in case we don't publish till Thursday or something. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> oh, that's a team effort. That's a team effort. Nobody's, nobody is responsible for that. Yeah, no one person. Exactly. Nathan texted yeah. me at one point and said, uh, I think I broke Pink Tron. Yeah, I saw. I we're, we're easy to break, you know, yeah. all volunteer, totally professional. This is, this is all about it. Had nothing to do with Nathan. He was great. And we'll have yeah. him back again. That was, uh, we just are right. a house of cards. <laughs> so, do, do, and, we we did get a notification or a question in in the in the Facebook group that was is kind of timely because with HWR mm -hmm. finishing up, have we has anything come out about HSRL? And you know, someone was asking, is there something coming up right after HWR finishes? And do we do, do we know anything yet? There will be HSRL. The oh, I haven't seen a route list or anything yet, but it sounds like what we'll probably do is three series of eights. So instead of you know twenty five and... races or whatever, but. Mm -hmm. At least as of now, uh, I th it, it looks like that first week is going to be an off week, right? Because that's the Omnium. Yes. Mm. So there will be a week um, in between uh, HWR and HSRL. That is. So anybody doesn't know her, her, HSRL's Herd Summer Racing League. It's the mm -hmm. it takes the spot uh, the place of the Herd Winter Racing HWR. Um, it's I'm trying to remember. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it's the herd winner is a little bit smaller. It's it, it it's all a little shorter races and it's all mass start. Okay. HSRL yeah. is categorized separate pens, um, and and points racing, little, points yeah. racing a little bit longer, typically courses of in the past at least. We, you know, we'll see what happens this year, but it's a little, 
it, it's nice to have some variety of different kinds of races over the different series just to get kind of people can find what they like. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And I guess that brings us to round the horn. Today's topic. Just, just a sec. Oh, oh what did we uh, HBR. <laughs> oh, so HBR. HBR next week's weekend. next week's HBR is on Rolling Highlands. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're new well, to Zwift, you have a race Scotland, you'll get a chance. Nice. Yeah. Have fun on um, Breakaway like That'll Bay. be about 14 k After ZRL playoffs, I'm getting a complex about that course. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're even if your toe isn't hurting, it'll hurt like in sympathy. <laughs> That's just too much haggis. <laughs> so speaking of around the horn. <laughs> yeah. Around the horn. Zwift hardware horror stories, maybe. I don't know if we're quite there, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I, well, let's start with the headphones because that's what I, you have some experience. That's why the sounds of it too. Uh, yeah. So I, I had a pair of shocks. I have had, this is my second pair of shocks. I got them the first time, like last December. They broke last summer. I don't know. If that, just one day they just stop working, don't charge, won't power on, nothing. <clears throat> Get a warranty pair. Last September, October, by the time they finally showed up here after I dealt with the, the warranty process, made it till last week. Plug them in. Dead. Won't won't charge. Won't turn on. Nothing. Hmm. So. Whoa. It's really I, weird. Yeah, mine didn't. Mine didn't quite do that. My um, I had two pairs. Um, I had one that I really loved, and then um like the mic stopped working. And so I panicked and got another pair really fast. Mm. And then I realized that you can, I guess, reset the headset or something. There's something you can do that resets it. Sometimes that works to make the mic start working again. And so then I had two fully functioning pairs again, and then the mics basically went out on both of them and then, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't come back, <laughs> but I still, oh. got, I still got another pair because I love them. Like they're the only ones that um, like everything else just hurts, you know, hurts my ears or whatever. So Maybe I'll be uh-huh. looking up this reset tactic because I'm so <laughs> cranky. I probably actually still yeah. have the first pairs laying around here somewhere. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, try that because it actually did work. I was surprised that it was like, oh my god, my mic is back. <laughs> but yeah, it stopped working on Discord. Actually, I'm like, oh great. <laughs> I've got a similar thing to you, Brent. Um, on my my um Aeropex shocks um stop just stop charging they just yeah you plug the charger in there's no light or anything and and i got a warranty Uh, it was really lucky because it was like literally like 23 months i think um so i just got it it was like about two weeks before the warranty wouldn't have been part of it i still would have complained though about it but um but yeah now so now i've got a new pair which are working um they are really nice you know I, i agree they are really good but yeah it's a bit worrying that we all seem to have that Mm-hmm. that problem just, some engineer yeah. got fired because the planned obsolescence was supposed to happen at 25 months yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'll say you know mine mine get put through their paces though because i mean I'm, i almost exclusively wear them when exercising and i sweat a lot and so i mean they're pretty <laughs> much they're pretty much soaked every time so you know i'm i'm honestly surprised that they last as long as they do because usually mine last i would say probably a couple of years i mean that's not too bad you know they're not cheap but they're not like crazy expensive either yeah uh, i might i might see because i i just use like the sh- they're used to aftershocks and then they're called mm-hmm. shocks open move right. and they're not like the oh. high end of the like the workout version so mm-hmm. i may try there because I, I mean it's a shame because i do love them they do work great like that's mm-hmm. the wow. thing that i'm most grumpy about is that i actually yes. love them <laughs> when they work right they're so good 
I'm really interested because I've been considering making the jump to these and now I'm like, hmm. Ah, I, I, like I said, yeah. I don't like to be negative Nelly about it. But. Yeah. yeah, I would risk it. I mean, I've had, I mean, you know, like obviously I've had, I mean, I've had three. Oh, you know what? Actually, I've had four pairs because I think one of them I finally just was like, okay, this one's dead. <laughs> <Yeah. away." laughs> but I mean, keep in mind, this is yeah. over the course of, I don't know, probably six or seven years, you know, so, um, you know, I mean, it's not ideal to keep, you know, buying plastic stuff, but, um, right. you know, it's also not like they crap out after six or mine haven't crapped out after six months. So mm-hmm. mine are about eight. I've had two bears eight months apart. That just <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Hit the tank. So, um, so, so, well, the common, well, the common factor maybe is that he's getting the lower end ones. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that. I mean, if we're, yeah. yeah I, I so I have the Aeropex ones maybe. Do you guys, how do you have your fans set up, I guess, when you're Zwifting? Like, is your fan pointing right at you? Because that's why I just don't wear, I don't use a mic in headphones anymore because I have my fan pointing straight at my face. So I have a microphone off to the side to try and at least minimize fan noise. Yeah, well, the, that's the beauty of the Aftershocks is it's bone conduction. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Your fan could okay. be like right at your, you know, right next to your face and it wouldn't matter because it, it only picks up the bone conduction from your talking and your interesting and, stuff. and so you get you get <laughs> feedback from folks that they can't hear anything else like they can hear you fine and uh, the only time i've ever heard like sense that people couldn't pick up what was happening was when i got like too sweaty i had to give them a little wipe off <laughs> <laughs> okay there is the noise suppression it. in discord as well that it's that does seem to help hmm. but, yeah i mean i i've got my fan about 20 30 degrees off to, to, my, to my right of me pointing straight at me i use uh, uh airpods pro and no one's ever said they've they hear any sort of you know um of, of wind noise from mine i think it's fascinating this the singular um referral to fan because i have like <laughs> literally three fans on me and the ceiling fan going <laughs> i i do need to get i do need to get more fans that's that's one of the next things i'm gonna buy it's been chillier here so i haven't needed i'm in minnesota and i'm in the oh, basement lauren does also have a uh one of the like a big blower fan that's the like the cheap equivalent of the like kicker fan. yeah mm-hmm. it's it's alaska it's a big it's a it yeah. is blowing i think i have that one too it's like the like kind of almost like a shop fan, uh, shop fan like one of those kind of, yeah i have i have one of those and then i have one of like the oscillating ones and then like Mm. floor version of that <laughs> so yeah basically on all the all the hot points i'm still hot i still turn down the air for racing <laughs> it's interesting i i might now have to try try the shocks because and try to recommend them to people because actually during the the ttt this last one there was a woman that i just i had to ask her to mute because i could mm. not hear the ds at all and then she must be on a setup where she couldn't unmute because then she couldn't, she wasn't unmuting <laughs> no. the entire time. But I was just like, I, I tried turning her down only and it just didn't solve the problem because the fan noise was just like directly into her microphone. It seemed wow. like the entire well, I, time. Or depending on what she's using, it might not be the fan. It might be the trainer. Like there are some loud it, ass trainers. It too. didn't sound like a trainer, but mm. yeah, I mean, any any noise can get picked up depending on what your your setup is yeah yep. but in a ttt like we were doing 
well, actually, we were all supposed to be doing 30 second turns, but all of a sudden there were times when it was like, Lauren, you're pulling until this. I'm like, what a minute. I can't, what? No. <laughs> um, but anyway, we need, he's calling him pretty quickly. So I needed to be able to hear and, and yeah. It's like a re like getting the sound right, especially for TTTs where you really do need to have good communication is yeah. important. I know it sounds like all fuss budgety, and, you know, <laughs> like the first worldliest of first world problems, but like when you can't yeah. communicate in a TTT, it's really hard. Yeah. Well, there yeah. is that. I mean, these are going to be out of the price range for for some folks. Like, and and so what I mean, what you could do is you could potentially speaking to budgets. Um, and we all are on Zwift, we're already spending a lot of money. But if this is something that you don't quite have as much money for, maybe get a pair of them, the lower end ones, and only wear them for TTTs. Like only wear them for those races where you really need to be able to hear someone and have other people hear you. Yeah, because I will say that about my shocks is I also use them, like I use them when I run, I use them when I walk i use them for everything all right. the time you could so. buy a more expensive pair of something yeah. and set them aside and sort of try and preserve them and then maybe they would last longer and be there when you really needed them for those things yeah. so although and this will bring us to the second round of brent's <laughs> hardware rants um <laughs> i um i'm curious i'm thinking about doing like getting a more like mic and um headphone setup because i i have built myself a zwift pc so i've been i my kid needed a laptop and i usually just use my laptop to race on my kid need a laptop or something so i'm like well listen i'm not gonna buy you a new laptop you could use my laptop and i'm gonna build myself a zwift pc so i've been following the zwift pc masters and writers group which dave hey run has all these great resources about exactly how to set up a pc for zwift and how to buy all the used parts and all this stuff and like I've never built a PC before. I'm not like the most tech savvy guy, but like, you know, he's got all these things. Oh, here's what to look for, all this stuff. So I searched and waited and watched and finally found one that seemed like a good fit. Go and buy like the an old computer that has the right bits in it. And then, uh, you know, it didn't come with a hard drive, the ad said. So I go buy the hard drive. It didn't come with RAM, but the guy's like, well, here's some RAM. So I'll buy the RAM for you. It's like, okay, great. I'll buy the RAM off you then, you cheapskate, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so uh i get all this stuff so now i'm, I'm blurring the guides i'm putting it all together and uh I'm like oh there's no cable on this power unit that goes into the graphics card that i bought this used graphics card is like is that the way it's supposed to be uh, apparently all these power units are supposed to come with all the cables so if you don't have the cable you got to go get the cable well apparently i had acquired the one power unit that had like some special magical cable set up in the whole thing so now i'm on like the support for the power unit supplier like it's like what power cable can i use for this thing only to find out that out of the whole cable setup so i don't know how much people anyone here knows about power supply units maybe jeff knows a lot about what i'm talking about or maybe matt i don't know but like there's like eight different slots in this thing and of course yep. the cable i'm missing is a pcie cable yeah, yeah. which yep. which like Apparently, this fancy, this PSU, the only cable that's a bit of a unicorn that makes it not show up in all the different, like, cable matching profiles of all these different websites mm -hmm. is the 24-pin ATX cable, which goes to the motherboard. And the PCIe cable is just some one that I could have got from anywhere for no problem. So after weeks of searching and support requests, it was just like, no, just buy this $5 cable. Okay, great. So I got this $5 cable. So I get, get the $5 cable home 
get it plugged in, get, I go to like do the clean install of windows. Cause it's like, no, yeah, clean everything off. You go install windows. I go to do it. There's a hard drive in this computer already. That's got windows on it. Like, <laughs> dad said it didn't Whoops. come with a hard drive. Like what's going on here right now? Like it's, I can see my hard drive that I bought. It's showing up. There's also this other hard drive that's, I'm like literally sending pictures of the inside of the case being like, where is this hard drive that is showing up on when I turn on this computer? And, the, and it turns out that this, this motherboard has like this fancy gaming shroud and in behind the shroud, in this one little corner is like a two inch wide, one terabyte hard drive up in there that you can't. Oh yeah. And they're the, they're the better, they're the really fast hard drive as well. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> So I bought this hard drive for no reason at all. So now I've got to like redo the clean install to clear all the nonsense off this thing. <laughs> I mean, I actually did get Zwift working. That's what I wrote on. It worked really good. Although then it was like, I'm, this is one of the reasons I was late joined to Tour Watopia for the, mm. those who were interested before I late joined the last Tour Watopia because I like, of course, I plug in my AMP Plus cable. Oh, need new drivers for the AMP Plus. <laughs> AMP Plus, uh, um, <laughs> stick to read it for my trainers now i gotta like download i was like where's the it's like it says it says optional drivers where's the optional drivers <laughs> like it says i just plug it in they're just supposed to magically show up it's mm -hmm. like, i can't see it i'm like oh there's a button right here that says show optional drivers i had to click show optional drivers install dynastream amp plus driver it's like oh there it is okay good now i can ride okay great we're off to the races so my computer is now Ooh. operating it's all set up. I thank you to the Zwift PC and Masters group and, and writers group with Dave Higgins and all his files and tips and everybody's help over there. Um, but yeah, man, it is not quite as straightforward yeah. as you think it might be. That's I mean, why the I have that, a job. Yeah, but the uh. funny thing is that 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 group's a really good group, but they're incredibly snobby about the Apple TV. And there's like, like you think? Ways like... <laughs> You know, but the thing is, you know, people say the Apple TV works and it kind of mostly does work, you know, so you don't get the great graphics for sure. Mm -hmm. There's some other um, drawbacks. There, there are trade-offs. There are absolutely some drawbacks, but, you know, obviously it would have saved you a lot of uh, grief, Brent. But for someone <laughs> like you that's um, like a pretty hardcore racer, you, you need a PC. You need to be able to do the bike changes uh, and you're going to yeah, get yeah. the better graphics and, and some other, yeah. other good things. So. Yeah, you made the right choice, but yeah, I'm I'm, so, I'm sorry I didn't know about it because I said I've set up like million PCs and probably Jeff has as well, um, so I could have helped you out, but yeah, oh, next, I next got time. there. I put a price. The group, they helped me out. Like I got <laughs> there. Like it, like, it, like it is like somewhat satisfying. Like no word of lie to like actually have put this thing together and figured it all out. Yeah. And I posted in the group, and they helped me out, and their advice was good. Um, but yeah, you know. it's, a, it's a good, it's a definitely a good group. And that Dave Higgins is absolutely amazing guy. I think, you know, like yeah. he puts a huge amount of effort in, he builds systems and sells them to people like super cheap. He, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it's a great, he's a great guy. It's very UK based. I will, I will say that is the other yeah. thing that if you're, if you're looking at the advice and stuff, you got to like take a bit of some of the things they say with a grain of salt. Like they recommend like this one type of old, pc that you can like upgrade and stuff a hp g1 there is not an hp g1 within a thousand kilometers of my house <laughs> like, was there I a language was there a language barrier as well <laughs> i don't i don't know i think hp g1 is started talking about lifts but... and, and other stuff and it got all crazy <laughs> <laughs> no but just i think like just you live like probably if you're in houston like antoinette or maybe even where you guys are in california like just the market is more maybe 
Maybe yeah, this, is like, this is the closet uh, retirement second career for me. I can just build Zwift PCs and <laughs> sell, sell them for a modest yeah. modest profit here, here well, in the States, in it, North America. Yeah, it's really interesting because there is like certain specific characteristics about the way Zwift is coded that makes certain hardware profiles that can be yep. assembled relatively inexpensively far more efficient than mm -hmm. what you might otherwise use your computer for. So, if I, you don't, if you don't mind me asking, how much did you pay overall? You don't probably have to answer up, if you don't want to. No, no, it was probably <laughs> I bought the PC for two fifty, and then I got the so Canadian. This is all Canadian dollars, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then the guy charged me forty. This is the this is the other funny part of the story. So he he. He listed as eight gigabytes of RAM, and this RAM comes with the store sticker that says it's two gigabytes, but the manufacturer sticker says eight gigabytes. So <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I'll sell you this RAM for I can't. I think he wanted to sell it for like eighty gigabytes. I'm like, that seems awfully expensive for eight gigabytes of RAM. I'm like, I'm, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, I'm not sure if it's two or eight. I'm like, what's it's like the reasonable like trade off I can make, so I'll buy it off you for forty bucks. Turns out it's totally four sticks of eight gigabytes of RAM. Once you plug it in, it's thirty two gigabytes of RAM. Whoa! So, you know, so I've got plenty of RAM in my computer now. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, so that was forty bucks. The hard drive was two, um, twenty three bucks, and then yeah. those two cables ended up. I ended up buying two or two copies of that cable just in case I, you know, <laughs> smart. That group, you know, often states that, oh, yeah, you can get a, a PC, get a, a Zwift PC for less than it costs to buy an Apple TV. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry, guys, but mm -hmm. yeah. absolutely. The graphics card alone, if you get one of those 1050 Ti ones that they recommend, yep. they're, they're, those are very in-demand graphics cards. And Oh, um, yeah, that's right. What was my, know. I think I paid 120 for my, I got a 1660 Super. Right, yeah, yeah. Which, so that, you know, so it's you a little to... higher than the kind of base case. Their base case one is like a 980. So, right. Um, but yeah, no, in Canada, there's no way you would have got it. Like, I think you can get an Apple TV for 180 bucks. You can't put together one of those PCs yeah. for that much. But so I think all in, I was about 420 or 430. Although then I've got like an extra, but I was above like their sort of cheap case, right? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, you got a good spec. Yeah. The PC is a, is an, i7 4790 instead of like they usually they you can get they, they can get away with an i3 but yeah. i couldn't like i literally i mean i must have looked at 500 pcs and i could not get one that was like my time I3. is worth more than that yeah well <laughs> you know whatever you're scrolling facebook instead of like you look at a bunch of ads but but those like you need space for the graphic cards and stuff and though the mm -hmm. most of the i3 and i don't know if maybe it's just the market here in canada versus the uk or whatever but getting like a full case i3 fourth gen is like a real unicorn yeah so but like i said it worked great boots up like in 90 seconds and it's all good fun so awesome. so i might i might you know now that i have this pc i may get it like really crisply set up for doing my discord and and everything and for streaming and yeah, there you go you, you get four, four streams going like craig, like craig did i think he was even using multiple pcs to set all that up wasn't he i don't know yeah i think yeah. so because uh yeah because i don't can you run multiple instances of zwift on one pc at once with a, with it's an appropriate slow. hypervisor probably okay. <laughs> if, if you get really geeky and and, and start uh Playing about you, you can run multiple PCs on a single cut piece of hardware, multiple virtual uh, machines. Okay, right, right. 
Nobody really geeky here. No. <laughs> but but I yeah, you're right. I might set up get my stream, get my mic, get every my sound and everything set up through my PC so it's nice and now that it's not moving around, like that was the trick of my laptop is I gotta pick it up, move it around. Mm. Now it's all on. kind of frightening. I, I've got three devices going when I when I I've, I I'm an Apple TV guy for the moment at least because it was inexpensive and I I wanted it for other reasons, but yeah. I've got my iPad for running com companion. I've got my iPhone running running Discord. <laughs> I don't have to do that necessarily, but it works out nicely. Right. I've got lots of horsepower. I got way way more horsepower than than it took to put people on the moon in the Apollo <laughs> missions. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, all of our phones are more horsepower than that. Yep. So what do you what do you guys run on? Like you're an Apple TV guy, Jeff. What yep. else? Are you, what are you using, Antoinette? What do you run on? Uh, I have a um, well, actually, the PC I'm on now, where the camera doesn't work, so I had to get an <laughs> external one. <laughs> um, and then I do uh, obviously companion on my iPhone, and usually I use my work phone to run um, Discord, um, just like if I'm on it, because it's just a pain to try to <laughs> get that and music going, and I have to have music. So, mm. how about so, you, Sean? What do you got? I have a MacBook Pro um, that I that is really frustrating that it doesn't run higher graphics considering it has a graphics card in it that should Serious be able to. Card. But yeah, um, but it just won't run the like ultra profile, um, and that's I should have known that before buying it. But and is that a an Apple thing or a Zwift thing? It's a why not both. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it it's it's the combination of the two. Uh, it's yep. just incom incompatibility. For the, you know, yeah. and what about you, Matt? What do you, you must be running a PC? Yeah, I've got a, a get like a get really pretty decent gaming laptop that I use mm. um, that that runs it really well. Mm. So like in like top graphics and everything. So yeah, it's quite cool. And do you just run it off the laptop, or do you have an external monitor you plug it into? Or yeah, I've I've actually got a the laptop, but I've got a um touchscreen monitor and it's absolutely brilliant because and, and i've got one of those like similar to those wahoo tables i don't know if you've seen mm -hmm. them that, that are on a kind of like mm -hmm. a big stand so i've got it there and it's just great having the touchscreen monitor to be able to like wow. do power-ups and and sort of you know whatever you need to do so i definitely recommend that kind of setup if you haven't got it on a big screen that's like further away but yeah i just got it's i don't know it's like a 24 inch touchscreen monitor and it works really well do you not run companion with it? I do, but just on my iPhone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have a 42 inch plasma on, on a wall mount in, in, in front of my, uh, in front of my, 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 uh, trainer table and, and the whole setup. So yeah, it works nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess I have a monitor, um, but I have it, um, what is it? The double screen. I'm not a tech person, obviously I'm a creative, but like, um, you've got, on, I've got it on the PC and then the same things on the um, actual screen and it's a touch screen, um, PC. Hmm. So I can like, if companion likes to sometimes, um, somehow get off, you know, get on a different wavelength and not work anymore. So I can, in a panic, like in a race or something, I can still use power ups and that kind of thing. So kind of a backup mechanism, but it, it's nice to have that touch screen sometimes. Yeah, works pretty well. Mm -hmm. oh, How about I you, Lauren? What are you running? Um, so I have a Mac mini. Um, it's my homework computer. And so I've got, I have two monitors. And so I put Zwift on the one in front of me. And then I have a Discord on the other monitor. Um, so I'm running that off the computer that's running Zwift and I usually don't have any issues. I know people are like, don't do that. It, it's 
typically worked fine for me. Um, and then I use the, uh, companion app on my pixel. Um, yep. And I have a, uh, I, none of it touch screen, obviously, but I can click on the Zwift screen to do power-ups. I can use the companion app or I can hit, um, I have a, an external keyboard that I also have available for bike swaps if I need to do them. And so I can just hit the space bar and yeah, uh, get that power up to. Yeah, I'm trying to set up macros to do the the, the bike swap to see if I can right. talk mm -hmm. something out. I mean, it takes a bit of uh, jiggery pokery, but that would be so good because I reckon you could do a bike swap in like five seconds. Or something. There are multiple yeah. people in the zone, um, the like last TTT zone mm -hmm. WTRL who have set that up. Um, yeah, and we're talking about it. So. Yeah, definitely in America's east and west, there there's definitely at least one floating around. Yeah, I basically just like it, that's the thing. I am like huh, should I get a PC? Because I basically never do bike swaps because I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do it fast enough. It's not worth it. And so I just like never do them and never try to plan to do it because it just seems like more hassle than it's worth. Practice yeah. it a few times. You get pretty quick at it. Yeah. If you, if you are, if you make a good, so you, you ride with your keyboard right there. It's right there. It's all keyboard stuff. You just get the right set of buttons that you have to hit and like, uh, it's also making I don't know. sure I I've messed it up. Point. I've messed it up a couple times, but, but that's, that's regardless of like, you know, Setup. you're going to have to make sure you stop at a good point regardless. Mm -hmm. Even but, if you have a macro. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah I say my biggest yeah. screw up on the, on the bike swap is always the not stopping fast enough part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But even, you know, even just running it off keyboard, I've gotten it down to 10 seconds or so when I get it right. And then oh, wow. if I mess it up, mm, 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so always so afraid I'm going to be clumsy and that my, my oxygen deprived brain will not be able to make something <laughs> like that work quickly during mm -hmm. a race. So, but yeah, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll practice it. Maybe I'll do a workout and then at the end of the workout, I'll just try and do a bike swap <laughs> real quick and see what yeah. happens. <laughs> That's what we do with our ZRL people. Um, you know, for like, you just, you know, especially if they're newer, if they're not comfortable yeah. with this, you know, we're like, you know, go practice the bike swap, like just go on any course and just keep doing it over and over. And, and if anything, you're starting to get kind of muscle memory, um, you yeah. know, at least you and have, you know, and even just things like mental rehearsing, you know, to go, okay, you need to, you know. Um, know what bikes you're going to choose, like have those in your mind. Don't be sitting there going, okay, what was it? The, what was the one I was going to get? You know, write it down if you have to, whatever, right. you know, I mean, and <laughs> ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and for me I'm, as an Apple TV guy, I basically, if oh, I have to yeah. buy up, I run, I run it on my iPad for that one race. And 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 I, oh. I can I can do it about I can do it about ten seconds on my iPad. It's all it's all touchscreen. It's all it's all really quick. As long as you plan ahead and know that two bikes you want are, are, are you know like I'll use the the Cervelo or or the whatever the specialized mm -hmm. two specialized bikes that are right okay. together in in the list. Okay. If you kind of plan that ahead a little bit, you, you know you you can get it pretty yeah. quick on the iPad. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I so and I just cast that to the to the, to the Apple TV, which puts it on my forty two inch monitor. So I I still get it oh. up there. Nice. Smart, yeah. hmm. and that that does help. Yeah, we always tell them choose choose bikes <laughs> that are closer. Yep. Excuse me, sorry, closer in the alphabet. Like use a Canyon and a you know Cannondale or something, or you yep. know, I'm like don't go from like the Tron right. to a you know 
uh, Canyon Grail, you know, because yeah, it's C to C. Yeah. But now I'm like, I'm thing... thinking about it because I have an iPad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only yep. thing that wouldn't work there is uh, I I don't think that all of my sensors are Bluetooth. I think that there's at least one mm -hmm. that that's um, yeah, Ant Plus. I I and I for uh, the Bluetooth can get a little with all the signals that are getting bumped around in my, mm -hmm. in my living room. Um, I have found I get more dropouts when I'm running Bluetooth than when I run yep. plus. So it depends a ton on where you are. If you're in an yep. apartment building with a lot of other people running a lot of different things, if you're in a house that's far farther from people, yeah, Bluetooth can get, cause it, it, it can interfere with 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi signals, mm. other, you know, wireless phones. There's all kinds of different stuff that are in similar spectrum that can, cause interference so it just it just depends on your particular situation there's no one answer yeah. My, yeah. my bluetooth has been rock solid ever since i am off, off my ipad or off my apple tv i've got the heart rate monitor everything else is off the trainer and it works great i've had zero dropouts wow um but again your mileage may vary my heart rate stuff has been a mess like we don't need to get into this but my heart rate stuff is garbage i was worried like that i was gonna get heart rate dq'd from the race i won on saturday which would have been what, what do you use really frustrating um so i've tried three different heart rate monitors and all of them have had issues um and i Maybe it's your heart yeah <laughs> yeah i'm actually dead yeah mm -hmm. only um, for parts only for parts but she go, she go better. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I did yeah um yeah, so I've I have a Garmin. I forget the model. I have a ticker, a Wahoo ticker, and I have a Polar H10. And one one hint I just got this week that I'm going to try is sometimes the strap can be bad or not work for you, and so you can shift the module to one of the other straps and see if that works. So that's probably what I'm going to try. Um, I yeah, it's been it's been kind of a nightmare, and also like I winning that race I actually I felt bad like I don't like that I'm tr transmitting heart rate data that clearly isn't real that you'd have to add like for it to be my real heart rate you have to add like a hundred to it at some places in that race it oh, was wow. way way That's... off like wow. insanely off yeah hmm. um yeah I bought it, a cheap it, like... one off Amazon and it's worked great yeah hers will, hers will like track really well and then just decide no I'm broken now and then drop from like 180 down to 100 and then yeah. just like stick it like 100 for 10 minutes and then go decide that it works again. Is it a wow. chest strap or an armband or? It's chest strap. Like uh, okay. I'm not going armband. Armband is not gonna be reliable is my understanding. And actually yeah. Um, yeah, I've, really I've got an armband one. Um, it, the wrist sensor, definitely mm -hmm. not good. The armband one I've got, which is the Wahoo. No, I've got I've, yeah, I've got the Wahoo one, and I've got the um, Polar one. They work really, really huh. well. I just have mm -hmm. it here, and um, they they works brilliantly. Um, so as good as my chest strap, I've never had a problem with it. To be honest yeah. with you, and yeah. then you yeah. don't have the chest compression. Yeah. yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the reason I got it. To be honest with you, interesting because yeah, I've had I I was talking about this with some other Zwifters and they were like, oh, armbands are not. You shouldn't use those. They don't. Yeah, they're not, not accurate. No, it's mm. the I think it's more the optical sensors on watches because and I think a lot yes. of that's because they can't get tightened tight enough to yeah. really give yep. a consistent reading. 
Um, but I have, I actually had a um, ticker, whatever the armband is, and um, it, it worked great. Um, it was really reliable and everything, but then like somehow a, um, one of the little plastic pieces broke and like, I didn't trust the crazy glue nasty job that I did on it. So I got a, um, mm. like a $45 Cuspo or whatever those Cuspo, are. Cuspo, yep. Like, that, that's yeah. all I've got. And yep. it's fabulous. I'm like, it's like almost half the price of the, you know, the Wahoo mm. ones. And yep. so far mm. I've had no problems with it at all. And I actually kind of like Just keep fresh batteries in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I actually kind of like it better. Well, mine has a, it's rechargeable, but um, oh, yeah. And um, wow. I mean, I actually like it better because it's better. I mean, it's easier for me to um, tell when it's turned off because it like does a long buzz as opposed to like the Wahoo one. I was like pushing on the side button and kind of having to peek underneath to make sure the lights were off. <laughs> so I actually like it better. And like, I mean, it was like 40 bucks, which is pretty decent for a, a, a yeah. an armband. Interesting. Good, okay. Well, guess I have to do some more, some more research. Um, yeah, we'll see how it fares tomorrow in the last race of the series I'm doing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, what did I do the other day? I think I, I dual recorded my heart rate. I put on two chest straps to see how they did it. They were just all <laughs> wonky. It was all over the oh, place. No. So dumb. <laughs> And then I was talking to this other woman. She's like, that sounds really annoying. I'm like, it was, it was really annoying, but I'm like so worried about my heart rate data that, and she had, she had noticed it because she got second to me in that race. And she noticed that my heart rate was all over the place. And yeah, I don't feel great about it. Well, maybe you should stop cheating. <laughs> oh, don't be silly. <laughs> Listen, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I'm so fit that I could totally pedal 300 watts for an hour at 90 beats per minute. So yeah, I'm complaining, same. right? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I mean, I'm, it was a women's A race. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I feel yeah. Like I've, I've dusted guys in those B time trials and like, oh, your heart rate says you were 120 beats per minute for 20 minutes. And you just <laughs> won like a, a 20 minute time trial. Like, yeah. What the hell, man? It's yeah. like, yeah, sure. Heart rate monitor. Like, did you not notice the first 20 minutes or whatever? It's a 20 minute race. The first 12 minutes, my heart rate was 90. Right. Like, yeah. and then all of a sudden it went to 160 in like a minute. I, yeah, I need to, I need to get this worked out because it, I actually had a friend, um, Carrie, like DSing me through the race, which was super, super helpful. And she's like, you have to stop messing with it. Like, you can't do anything about it right now. It's fine. Just keep going. Stop thinking about the heart rate monitor. You mm -hmm. can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. She's yeah, she's great. The rest of us will keep thinking about all our <laughs> Zwift hardware and Always. all our problems and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> all of our first world problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. these yeah. are the first world of problems, but so is you know, recording a podcast about, you know, <laughs> Tell me about silly it. video games. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. In the meantime, we will say thank you to Matt DeFreitas. Thank you to Sean Fogenberg. Thank you to Antoinette Smith. Thank you to Jeff Aldrich. And thank you to Lauren Camp. Enjoy your races this weekend, everybody. Boo and good night. Hey, doll. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.